I had a different planned episode prepared for today, but then more 2020 chaos boiled over into 2021 and the previous episode just didn't seem to fit with the moment. I don't have cable TV, so I can't watch cable news, which is actually not a bad thing. It's actually planned. I I like it this way. And I can't really watch news live on TV in general. I just don't have the capability to do that. We don't have a TV that's set up for it. So I get most of my news and information through online news sources and Twitter and YouTube and all that sort of thing. And scrolling through the headlines, whether it was on Twitter or YouTube yesterday and last night was, um, I guess you could call it interesting. I read one headline that said, the entire nation is in shock. And I honestly can say, I'm not surprised. I'm not shocked. Every time the chaos boils over, I'm, I'm not totally surprised by it. And I think that that's part of what is so concerning. The new normal is just when you get used to the chaos and it all just begins to seem normal to you. But I'm not sure that I want this to be the new normal, and I don't think you should want that either. Years ago, during the Republican primary debates leading up to the 2016 elections, one of the candidates made a comment, and it is stuck in my mind ever since then, and I'm, I'm totally paraphrasing on old memories, but the person who said it, and I'm pretty sure that it was um, the former governor of Texas, Rick Perry, that said it, but he said something to the effect of, if I'm elected president, I will make it my aim that you don't have to think about Washington, D.C. every day. Honestly, I think that would be nice. The American political Olympics are virtually never ending. It's, it's somewhat tiring. This morning I was reading Matthew chapter 5. This is the opening of Christ's Sermon on the Mount. And it begins with what are called the Beatitudes, short statements of blessings from Jesus. And I see them as as algorithmic statements of blessing, kind of like the if then, if this, then that sort of statements from Jesus, the path to blessing from Christ, God incarnate as he sees it. And watching the clips from Washington, D.C. yesterday, or watching the clips over the summer from Portland or Seattle or LA or many of the other riotous cities, there's very little evidence of the things that lead to blessing as Jesus describes it. There's no poverty of spirit, no meekness, no mercy, no purity of heart, no peacemaking. And since none of these things are evident, then I think that you can be sure that what we're going to reap is not blessing, not supreme blessing, quite the opposite. And what is the opposite of blessing? Moses, the great leader and lawgiver of Israel, he put it pretty plainly in Deuteronomy chapter 28 when he said to the children of Israel, but it shall come to pass if you do not obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all his commandments and his statutes, which I have commanded you today that these curses will come upon and overtake you. 
the opposite of blessing is is a curse. One thing is clear when you look at the United States at this moment, we're not in a good place. We are not on a good path. And it is not entirely clear that we are making any effort to change course. For years, I taught the prophetic books of Isaiah and Jeremiah at a local Bible college. And each semester, I would begin by giving something of a preamble on biblical prophecy. When, when you're teaching through biblical prophetic books, then it's important to understand kind of like a, a basis, basic understanding of how to interpret these things. And when we think of prophecy, we typically think of mysterious revelation of future events, prophecy of an apocalyptically predictive nature. But not all biblical prophecy is like that. There is predictive prophecy, but there's also didactic prophecy. Didactic prophecy is that which reveals something of the character of God and his will, and it is largely intended to teach. And typically, it's, it is teaching or giving some moral instruction. Didactic comes from the Greek word didaktikos, which means able to teach. So there's a lot of that in the Bible that just reveals something of the character and nature of God or his, his plan or his purpose or his will. And it's not necessarily predicting some event that's going to happen, just revealing something of the nature of God. And then, of course, there is predictive prophecy, but not all predictive prophecy is predicting some apocalyptic future or event. Some predictive prophecy is what I would call cause and effect prediction, conditional predictive prophecy. This is when God says, if you do this, then this is what will happen. And that word from Moses in Deuteronomy 28 is exactly that. Moses says, if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully his commandments, then blessing and blessing and blessing. But if you do not obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully his commandments and his statutes, then these curses will come and overtake you. So it is a a choose-your-own-adventure story from here on out for us in, in our time, in our day. After Moses spoke of the blessings of obedience and the curses for those that disobey, he said, I call heaven and earth witness against you today that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Choose life that both you and your descendants may live. That's certainly something to think about. We'll see you next time.